you got to be all in, you got to believe in the idea, and you got to be willing to fund it. And if you look at some of the most successful entrepreneurs, you know, they'll talk about that they had every credit card maxed out at one time. You know, they were just on the brink numerous times of call it bankruptcy or financial failure. And that's why I say you you got to be all in. Your wife, if you're married, got to be all in or there's going to be some real tension created at the household. Yeah. And um, you got, you've got to believe in what you're doing. And in any time, uh, and, you know, I don't have doubts, but any time I may be having a bad day or something like that, all I have to do is, you know, look at our product and touch it. And I'm like, wow, you know, we, we really did this. Hello, podcast. We've got a treat for you today. We got Big Tom on this episode. Tom is the founder of Black Iron Strength. He is also a U.S. Army veteran. Um, they create top of the line antimicrobial copper cooling strength equipment in the form of dumbbells. He was nice enough to bring one here today for me to be able to try out. Um, it's seven and a half pounds, and so he probably saw on instagram that i'm not really the strongest guy around <laughs> trained for aesthetics so. no it's the funny i always tell people i i carry the small ones because if you're traveling going through airports it doesn't make sense to be carrying the heavy one around uh, i feel a lot better now thank you for clarifying that <laughs> so they do uh barbells they do cable attachments they do much much more everything they do is made in the usa um, they serve as strength training equipment to the Kansas City Chiefs, to the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Navy Seals and many other NFL and NHL teams. Um, they have more active U.S. patents in force than the rest of the free weight industry combined. Uh, a little backstory on how we met. I lost my job in Seattle due to COVID-19 several months ago. So I started SuperSetYourLife.com with my wife and with my partner to promote uh, my coaching services and our own dumbbells and curl bars. Moved to the Portland metropolitan area where there was a better market for all this. And uh, I called Tom asking for a job. I was like, hey, are you guys hiring? And uh, he didn't have any way to hire me at the time. And so I uh, didn't didn't have any openings and so he referred me to bill at aer fitness and ever since then bill and i have had a great relationship and they've been uh reselling a lot of our a lot of our products um but i became fascinated with black iron strength in the process um, so we've been in touch ever since and uh, i reached out to tom asking if he would be kind enough to share his experience and wisdom in um starting up with uh, entrepreneurs like my wife and i tom welcome to the show no thank you and it's it's a pleasure to be here and uh i am uh, always thrilled uh to interact with what i view as the next generation of fitness professionals i mean there were there were people that invested time and energy in me when i was your age you know helping me come up through the ranks and uh so you're you're the next wave, you know, as we're as we're fading out. Although I I don't plan on fading out anytime soon. So we'll we'll be doing a lot together. Yeah, yeah. No, looking forward to it. 
Um, I had to ask. I had to ask you: Was uh, watching the Kansas City Chiefs play in the Super Bowl like the coolest feeling ever? Knowing that everybody that you see on the field was using your equipment. Well, the heartbreak was the the final score. Oh, I mean, course. last year, you know, when they won, it was uh, it was just you know total uh, a total thrill. You, you know, knowing that the athletes on the field are are all working out with your dumbbells and we were hoping for a repeat this year. And, you know, as I always say, uh, you know, being a former, you know, football player myself is you, you play the game and you, you just don't know who's going to win until the last snap. And uh, unfortunately it just wasn't the chief's day that day, but no, we, we are so blessed uh, to have them as a great customer, uh, great strength coaching staff, and um you know just thrilled to be part of that program yeah wow and it looks like he's probably going to catch up to tom brady's record too from what it looks like commentators were all saying i mean he's got a long way to go he's got to win what seven more super bowls to beat brady's record yeah the the challenge is i mean he certainly has the athleticism and in the football iq but you know having played the game you're you're always one injury away you know, from a potential yeah. career-ending, you know, situation. And, you know, there have been plenty of quarterbacks that have been at the top of their game that, you know, just it's that one injury that they just never come back, you know, to being what they were. But let's, yeah, he is just, Patrick's just an unbelievable, you know, talent, you know, just once in a generational, you know, quarterback. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I have never met him or anything, but, you know, from what I hear, he is, he is just a wonderful person, human being. So uh, we're all pulling for him. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard the same thing. What position did you play when you played? Offensive center. Yeah. Oh boy. I was a nose guard. (laughs) (laughs) I was a bit bigger back then. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we all, we all were, you know, so. Football is such a sport where you're prone to injuries and, you know, in a way that like in bodybuilding, see, that's why I like to do bodybuilding. Why I had to stop playing football and playing hockey because bodybuilding, what you pick up weights and you put them down, you pick them up and you put them down again. So if you get hurt doing that, then that's on you. You're you're doing something wrong. (laughs) Yeah. So we are big time Pittsburgh Penguins fans. Um, which of the products have the NHL teams seen the most value in? So uh, mostly the antimicrobial copper ones. Uh, you know, the NHL had a um, mumps outbreak uh, years ago, uh, which put a lot of their, you know, international superstar players that had not been vaccinated as little kids, you know, on the sidelines uh, during a time in the season where there were playoff uh, implications. So our our first client in the NHL with the antimicrobial copper were actually the LA Kings uh, after they won the Stanley Cup. And then we've just had follow-on orders from the NHL you know, with the antimicrobial copper because the, the copper handles are actively killing the germs 24-7, 365, uh, including COVID-19. Uh, so, you know, since last March, not just March 2020, 
uh, it's not just the NHL, it's, it's been the whole world. Uh, we've never done so many quotes, you know, with our antimicrobial copper, you know, products because pe people are looking for a solution that, that works, you know, all the time. And keep in mind, our solution works without harsh chemicals. Um, was actually having a discussion uh, the other day with one of the scientists and he said that the CDC estimates since March 2020, people, especially in the United States, have been exposed to 400% more chemicals than they were pre-COVID because of all these cleaning situations, uh, which, let's face it, that's not good for your health. I mean, as those chemicals are you know, being absorbed through your skin membrane, the beauty of the antimicrobial copper is there's no toxic after effect, you know, from touching it. So it's, it's, it never quits working. It's, it's working 24 seven, 365. Wow. And you've been using this technology since we discovered it in 2010 uh, after reading a metallurgy article uh, about it. The United States government was testing it in hospitals uh, and the U.S. government certainly has a vested interest in, in that with Medicare, Medicaid, you know, and all the claims with hospital acquired infections. and. Basically, I had the idea after reading this article that, gee, what if I could put this on, you know, the free weight touch points like dumbbell handles, barbell handles, kettlebell handles, attachment handles. Mm -hmm. And um, it, that sounded simple, but it, it took about four years of research and development. And at the same time, the U.S. government uh, to make the antimicrobial copper claim, uh, if antimicrobial copper was a drug, it would have fallen under the FDA. But because it's a solid surface material, the U.S. government put it under the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency. And we had to get registered in all 50 states, plus the federal government with the EPA. So you know, launching in 2010, by the time we did all the R&D, applied for the U.S. patent on the handles and got the EPA certifications, you know, it took about five years, yeah. you know, to make all that happen to where we could start selling it, you know, legally. So it, it was quite the process. And Again, you know, to be able to make that claim, you do have to have that EPA, you know, registration, which we do. Wow, that's incredible. Um, 1992 was quite the big year for both of us. <laughs> uh, that is when that, that is when Grace Premier Fitness and Wellness uh, was started, and it's also the year that I was born. So. Yeah, yeah, which uh, you're the same age as my oldest son. That was uh, the age he was born. So 1992 was a great year. That was the year I took a early uh, release package called an early retirement program out of the United States Army. Uh, that's when the Clinton administration uh, was downsizing uh, the military. It was referred to as the peace dividend. 
So I was a major in the Army. I was the um, director of instruction for the phys ed department at West Point. And uh, they did a buyout. Uh, they did a math regression equation from 20 years back to when you were leaving. So I was a major in the Army and I, I took the financial package and felt like I could create a uh, living you know, on the civilian side of the fitness industry. And uh, off we went in 1992 and moved, you know, from the East Coast to the West Coast. And I had been stationed out here in the 80s at uh, Fort Lewis uh, between uh, Olympia and Tacoma, Washington. So my wife and I were familiar with the area and loved it out here and thought this was the right place to start the business and raise a family. So that's how we ended up out here. Yeah, this is a beautiful place to raise a family. We've only been here yeah. for a handful of months now, and we're, and we're, think, we're thinking this would be a midway point between here and uh, Los Angeles, which is where we, which is where like the ultimate market would be for the fitness industry, and me doing stand-up comedy too. There's uh, plenty of market for that. Um, but after all the uh, changes that have been happening in the California government, um, there's people that are leaving in the droves that are small businesses doing right. exactly what I'm doing. They're going to Texas and they're going everywhere else. And so we're like, you know, I think we're just going to stay here for a while. No, this is nice. We love the Vancouver area. Yeah. The challenge, I mean, and we looked at the whole West coast back in 1992, but the, the most affordable city on the I five corridor was the Portland, Oregon, Vancouver, Washington market. And I had to be near an airport that I could get, you know, in and out of very quickly uh, because, you know, I'm doing trade shows, I'm visiting clients. Now that had happened <laughs> since March, 2020, but you, you know, we're about 25 minutes from the Portland airport. So that that's worked out really well for us. Yeah, I think it's about a 15 minute drive for us. Uh, so in 2001, when Black Iron Strength began, uh, quote, no one in the industry thought it would survive. So these people, were they competitors or were they well-meaning friends that were just literally concerned about you guys? Well, all, all of the above. Uh, I mean, you know, starting a business from scratch, you know, is a daunting experience. I mean, we did not take any outside investment or anything like that. I mean, we did it out of our, our own personal funding and to, yeah, and to create a, um, a, a company where we made the decision to go made in the USA when at that time period, everybody was outsourcing and going overseas. But, you know, in the dumbbell barbell category, everybody was going to the rubber, going to the urethane. And from talking to coaches, they weren't they weren't crazy about that. You know, the rubber generally has a smell because it's a petroleum-based product. The higher-end rubber, you can you can minimize that. And the urethane certainly holds up well, but the challenge with rubber and urethane, especially after about 75 pounds, is it just starts getting wider and wider and wider and wider into the heavier weights. So it's, it's much tougher to balance and control, and it's, it's much tougher for the spotter to spot the really long dumbbells. And yeah. the beauty of solid steel 
is you could keep the package much tighter. And it's the old joke when we were kids of what weighs more, a pound of lead or a pound of feathers. But I mean, they both weigh the same, but the pound of feathers takes up a lot more volume than the pound of lead. And, and it's the same thing with, with the dumbbells. When you buy a solid steel dumbbell, you know, especially in the larger weights, it's a much tighter package. It can be 30 to 40%, you know, narrower from end to end. And when you're lifting and when you're the spotter, that really means something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've kind of gone the opposite direction. It's funny that you that, that, that you mentioned that. Um, the, the the steel is that that's a little bit higher density than iron. Am I correct? You know, it depends on on. You, you have to look at the grade of everything. I mean, we use a, a very hard, you know, solid steel, you know, product. Yeah. You know, is the spec. And every now and then, somebody will ask me for the spec. So if they contacted me by email or whatever, I can certainly get them that information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our our dumbbells with the skull have um, a bit more. Our, our 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 appeal is more aesthetic than it is functionality, and so the the the, the bigger skulls is something that um, we were trying to make them smaller. We were trying to make them shorter, and people were like, you know what, these kind of look cooler, like on Instagram and everything. <laughs> I was like, well, great, we'll just keep. Them well, well, and you have a novelty. <laughs> you have a novelty item that people like because it has a certain look yeah. to it. I. Ours isn't a novelty item; it's a functional, mm-hmm. you know, item. So that's why getting the package as tight as we can, you know, really means something to Probably us. Helps with shipping and stuff too. Well, th- keep in mind the shipping is based on generally the weight and the size of the pallets. Mm-hmm. So you know, it, it's still going to fit on the normal pallets. So you know, the weight's the weight. Yeah. Uh, so everything that you have is made in the USA, which I thought was pretty fascinating because I'm looking at everything that I have in, in, my, in my gym here and it, either, either I made it, so it's obviously made in the USA, <laughs> um, or it's or something that I uh, bought that was uh, made overseas. Um, right. e- even the highest quality stuff that I have, most of it is not made in the USA, uh, which from all the research that, I, that I've done and with us looking at what our next... Um, manufacturing process for for our equipment is going to look like uh we've very much come to realize that there is way 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 more profit overseas than there is in the united states that's that's for sure why has that been uh, so important and and something that you guys have uh, stuck to keeping everything made in usa well because we sell direct you know i don't have to have these huge dealer margins in there to get people to get on board to sell our product. You know, we we sell, you know, to everybody through the company and, you, you know, our size is still, you know, able to handle that even though the volume picks up each year. But, you know, we felt like quality control, uh, being a former U.S. Army military officer, you know, I... I call it old fashioned, but I believe, you know, made in the USA counts for something. Yeah. And, um, you know, the employees at the factory are highly skilled. The equipment's the best in the world. 
that our products are made on and, you know, what comes out of that factory, the employees are, you know, super proud of. So, you know, for me, it, it really means something. And yes, you know, we could make more money going overseas. I don't think it would be the same quality. And I don't think we would have as much capability with customization. You know, by having it made in the USA, you know, we have six different handle choices, you know, on our dumbbells, you know, on our barbells, um, you know, to get that type of customization, you, you've, you've got to have a lot of control over that factory, you know, to be able to do that. Yeah. And to be able to go sit down and look somebody in the eyes and have a conversation with them and come and come away with a friend and with hopefully a mutually under, mutual understanding to where um, you want to succeed because you're the business owner, but you get the impression that hopefully they're not going to um, <clears throat> they're not going to put you in a bad situation either to where it would hurt your business because ultimately if it hurts your business it hurts their business and it's a it's a lose lose but. A lot of times, if you're importing something from overseas, then I mean they they, they said they have a ten thousand unit uh, minimum order quantity. So if they they sell it, and that's correct, that's, that's all I care about. I'm not not trying to demonize any <laughs> demographic in particular or anything, but um, that's, that's what I've read and that's what I've um, come to learn from asking around. So no, do, doing business with somebody down the road is much more refreshing and relaxing than um, somebody that there's first of all, language barriers, and, and, and second of all, uh, somebody that you just don't know. Well, when people buy our product, I always say they're making an investment, you know, into the highest end. I mean, we're the Rolls-Royce Mercedes of the industry. We do have a high price point because of, you know, all the quality we have out of our factory. Uh, but, you know, what I always tell people, and I'm humorous about it, is you're only going to have to buy it one time. And with the current COVID-19 situation and how much it's disrupted, you know, the fitness industry, granted I'm biased, but I, I don't know why anybody would not buy, you know, our antimicrobial copper product with what they've been through, you know, with COVID-19, mm -hmm. you know, so, you know, again, that's that's coming from me, the the owner and founder of Black Iron. But, you know, I just look at that data out there and I see the devastation it's done to the industry. And and people want to know when they're coming back that they're going to be safe and healthy. This this is a good way to let them know. And we we do have clients even during this pandemic that are investing you know, in these products to make sure their clients know we're doing everything we can to keep you healthy and safe. You know, we have a, a tagline uh, trademark of get fit, not sick. I mean, it doesn't make sense to go into the gym, have a great workout, and you picked up something, you know, in the gym where it's a cold, the flu, or God forbid, you know, COVID-19. And, um, you know, that's why, you know, these surfaces with the antimicrobial copper are so important. Yeah. And at the risk of sounding perhaps a little cliche, when it comes to your own physical health, that's just, it's never somewhere that you want to cut corners with, whether it's your diet, whether it's your training, the equipment that you're using, any of it. Right. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, <clears throat> when when Black Iron Strength inter- interviewed strength professionals in the midst of all the large manufacturers that were going overseas and importing instead of uh, domestic manufacturing, did you see an opportunity to fill demand for higher quality products that uh, that 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 could be made overseas? Is that well, with the collagen proteins, they were very excited about a USA company that was doing things geared to them. Uh, we felt like it might take a long time for the gym owners uh, to come around to us because we're we're a top-down, you know, marketing product that we we build for the high end of the market, you know, for the collagen proteins. Yeah. But we're great for everybody else. So now we're starting to get the gym owners, the boutique one-on-one fitness centers. What what we're getting are the small operators that want to be able to compete with the big box or the big chain facilities because they don't think they're willing to make the investment, you know, in the high-end products. They they like a lower price point item. So we always tell people, hey, this is really a good way to compete against your local competition because chances are they're they're not going to come around and buy this. Yeah. So it gives you a difference you know, between you and your competition. I mean, it doesn't make sense if if you get a, you know, a big box franchise coming in to compete against you. It doesn't make sense if you have the same equipment as they have. You've got to have things that differentiate yourself from them, yeah. the competition. Yeah, uh, that's, that's very well said. Um, just to be honest too, does it just feel good like in your heart knowing that everything's made in the USA and that you're supporting well it it, it 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 does i mean we we walk the walk you know we're talking i mean when i'm at a trade show and you know a lot of our competitors you know bring their wares in that are made you know overseas and you know i don't know if you caught that one of the first um executive actions that the new president, President Biden signed was the, the Made in America executive order. I mean, he he is actually going all in on this Made in America, you know, with government agencies and things like that. So, you know, I say, you know, we walk the walk, we're talking, you know, about being Made in America. Yeah. Yeah. You, you look at uh, one of our favorite TV shows is Shark Tank. It's like the only TV show that we watch that and The Mandalorian. <laughs> Right, uh, which is an amazing season, by the way. I'm so excited for the, 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 Boba, the Boba Fett series. Oh man, it's going to be amazing! But uh, everybody that goes on Shark Tank, when they say that they're made in the USA, they get like basically a standing ovation from the, yeah. From the sharks. And, yeah, yeah. Um, so, one more thing on your uh, wow, self-funded, and so you haven't um, you, you haven't borrowed money. Um, at all to get to, to where you're at? No, I, I mean, I mean, if we did borrow money, we borrowed it from ourselves. Wow. It, you know, or, you know, we, you know, we, we've used the house. That's like unheard of today. Yeah, it's hard. 
not, yeah, not trying to get too personal with uh, with your finances and how you built your business, but I, I, that's just fascinating to me. Yeah, I mean, we've what we've made, you know, and we've been successful. We've we've put it right back in. Yeah. You know, and we are constantly innovating. Uh, you know, we currently have 15 U.S. patents that have been awarded, uh, with two more, you know, pending. Yeah. So you, you know, we're not sitting back and rolling in the profits and just, you know, living this life of luxury. I mean, we're we're actually always looking at how can we be how can we be better. And is there a demand for something that we can come out with? Now, the demand for the new R&D has been extremely difficult uh, during COVID uh, because everybody, not just our factory, all the factories are so far behind and the engineers are working so hard to get caught back up that we've just had to put the R&D effort on hold. Mm -hmm. I mean, we actually have a couple ideas, you know, things we want to work on in the future, but we, we just have got to let there become some type of new normal, um, you, you know, where we get caught back up and get back to our normal, you know, lead times that we had pre-COVID. I mean, right now we're just trying to get stuff out the door. Yeah. Wow. Um, I bet it's nice doing business in the United States too, knowing that your patents are actually going to be respected <laughs> because it's definitely not the case when you go to China. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's the one thing you have in the USA to keep people honest, Yeah, you know, from not stealing your technology. And, you know, it's amazing of the things we have not been able to patent of the things you know, years later, we see people trying to copy us, you know, on, but we know we were the first. So we, uh, although we don't like it, you know, we're flattered that they thought our idea was good enough that they've, you know, they're making a run at a copy, but the, the things they can't copy are the things we have the patents on. Yeah. So um, those patents, I'm assuming those are all utility patents. No, it's you always start trying to get a utility, it's about half and half, half for utility, half for design. But, you know, sometimes the patent office will just not award you a utility because somebody before you had a similar idea. I mean, to get the utility, you have to prove you were absolutely first with the concept and then you're getting the design covered too. So the utility covers the concept and the design, but those are much harder to get and, and they're a lot more expensive, yeah. you know, with the utility. Yeah, and if you don't word one thing exactly the way it's supposed to be worded, then you're getting a letter in the in the mail like two months later and you're like, really? Well, that's why you gotta have good intellectual property attorneys. Yeah, I don't have one of those yet. So I've been writing all my own stuff. Yeah. <laughs> days on the phone with these guys, but they're helpful at the USPTO. I mean, sure. That's what, the, that's what they're there for. Um, so this Jim Buster technology. Germ, germ excuse Buster. Me, germ Buster technology, my bad. <laughs> um, that is the anti-microbial. Um, um, copper. Uh -huh. Copper. Okay. This is something that's been used in uh, rehab facilities. It's been, it's been used in um, a lot more than just you know, the industries that we've been discussing so far. 
Um, but the, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to move on to the to, to the next subject. That was just a, a statement. Well, Gerbuster is a registered trademark, okay. you know, that we own, and and basically. Um, we, we have two registered trademarks uh, that we deal with the antimicrobial copper, germ buster, and then clean CU, which on the periodic table, you know, is the designation for copper. So C-U-L-E-A-N, clean, you know, so because basically germ buster and clean, you know, just reflect what antimicrobial copper does to protect people. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the cable attachments at the gym. Uh, I hate like all the cable attachments that I use at any gym because they're, they're they're cheap. They're you, you can tell they're they're inexpensive and they're they're basic. Uh, so that's why I personally I, I have pretty much all my own cable attachments that I ever use that that I bring to the gym. Right. Um, <clears throat> they help with uh, mo mobility on uh, shoulder and tricep exercises. So have you experienced this? And, and has this contributed to your inspiration to see that gap oh, in the marketplace oh, oh yeah know, there's oh, man, i can make something better than that oh yeah there's a huge gap you know on attachments and most of the attachments come with the units that the gyms you know order uh they're they're all made overseas they're hard plastic they're rubber um it's just like cheap cheap, metal. cheap it's like neoprene when, it's like when you go to not to be disrespectful, like when you go to Harbor Freight to buy um, a tool that's made out of metal, like when you look at the metal and you touch it, you're like, man, this is <laughs> this is not the same metal as when you go to Ace Hardware or something or something. Correct. A little bit better. Yeah. And, and you, you know, we, you know, again, you know, take it from the, the founder and the owner. I'm biased, but, you know, we really do make the best attachments, you know, in the world for what we make. This, this is not soft metal. I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking no, no, it's a very hard metal. And like I say, you're only going to have to buy it, you know, one time. And our attachments have, you know, incredible knurling on them. Um, you yeah. know, they rotate. This is not going to fall out of my hand. No. It's comfortable too. No. And it's really comfortable. But yeah, we, we actually, especially during COVID, uh, we get quite a few orders for our attachments for people's, you know, high-end home gyms, and they're they're definitely going with the antimicrobial copper. Yeah, it's so it's so amazing that you have this um, you had this technology before the pandemic happened. I mean, it's it just like yeah. it, it just rolled right into your business. It's sometimes it's I, I get I get I get upset here and there like you know things that used to be so simple like to go to the store and get milk and it's like now with kids and everything and masks it's like a lot more of a chore to go do what before was like a very um a very simple task but i can't get mad at it either because I, because i'm like well that's the only reason that you know we're doing what we love every day and well we we started telling people about in our industry about the antimicrobial copper uh years ago and i mean some of them and i'm i'm talking some really smart people in our industry they laughed they thought we were nuts uh but you know some of those people now with COVID are all of a sudden coming around and you know if you've ever read the business book the tipping point by gladwell uh, we know that COVID-19 
will be the tipping point, you know, for antimicrobial copper. And, you know, Bill Gates, the, the founder of Microsoft, you know, for years has been warning, you know, society about a pandemic, you know, being around the corner and he was absolutely correct. I mean, he spoke, I believe it was back in 2017 at the Munich Security Summit about how ill-prepared the world was for a pandemic and lo and behold, you know, COVID-19 appeared. But but we know that now we're on people's radar because of COVID-19. And if they're not buying it now, we know that we're in their future plans. Yeah. Uh, we can edit this out if we need to, too. But um, the, the book Tipping Point, I'm pretty sure I saw that at the Christian store, like on the end times prophecy shelf. Is that like a, a different? It's, it's not a... It, it's, it's usually in the business section, and it's called The Tipping Point by uh, Gladwell, and, uh, it, and it's a bestseller, you know, in the business community. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, common theme that I see with all your products is that they seem to be geared to specific niche customers, but that can universally be used by everyone. So if this is correct, have you found this market approach of specializing in a, in a niche, but not alienating yourself from every, from everyone else to give you the best of both worlds in a sense? Well, it's again, I'll go back to what I said earlier, you know, it's a top down approach. And, uh, you know, it's no different than a high end vehicle, like a, you know, a top brand um, Mercedes is not necessarily just sold to the wealthiest people around the world that there are other people that might be you know well off but they're willing to make the investment for the really high-end product because they know it's going to last longer and it's going to have a higher resale mm -hmm. value to it so our, our top down if if we know that the college and pro teams love it we know that the average user's gonna love it. And I mean, you work out all the time. Don't you want access to what the collagen pros are yeah. using? I mean, wouldn't you love to go in the gym and have the same equipment that they have access to? Yeah. And you know, that's our whole approach is, hey, you too can have this. Yeah. I mean, we have financing you know, programs available, although that's gotten really tight during COVID. Um, you don't have many financial institutions that have wanted to loan money for fitness equipment or restaurant equipment since COVID-19, but that's, that's loosening up again. But, you know, we work with people to make sure that they can get our equipment. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, as a fitness professional in the manufacturing business, you of all people know what a superset is. <laughs> uh, it's when you pair an exercise with an opposing exercise that um, they seem like they're unrelated, but they improve the results of each other. Classic example is Arnold Schwarzenegger bench press and then chin ups right after it. He'd go back and forth, and then by the end of his workout, he's benching more and doing and doing more reps on his chin ups than he'd be if he was just doing. Uh, just one of those exercises. So have you found, um, so with that analogy in mind, have you found your athletic background um, and your training as a, 
as a, as a, as a, as a center on the football field to give you um, foundational principles to be able to apply into your business and the life and everything else after that? Well, I think the biggest thing was the military, you know, experience. Um, you know, I, I was in special operations, you know, I was a Green Beret detachment commander and, you know, we were on our own, you know, a lot of times in, in foreign countries without support. And, you know, what you learn from the U.S. military and from going through elite training is you learn how to take risk. Uh, you learn how to be sensible, you know, in planning things. And you, I think you really learn to overcome fear and manage it correctly. I mean, fear can be a good thing to keep you in check, but but you can't let it stop you from moving forward. Yeah. You know, so for, for me, the, the military experience was the most valuable of all where a lot of that transferred in, you know, just starting a business. Yeah. I throw some water on this mic, I think it's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you could offer one piece of advice to young entrepreneurs today like myself, uh, at a time where many businesses are doubtful to succeed, like Black Iron apparently was in 2001, uh, what would that advice be? You got to be all in. And, um, you know, I, I get a lot of people, you know, like you, Colt, that will call and they have an idea and what they, there's two kinds of people. One has the idea and they want everybody else to invest in their idea where they have almost zero risk, but they want most of the reward. It, it ain't gonna happen like that. You know, you gotta be all in, you gotta believe in the idea, and you gotta be willing to fund it. And if you look at some of the most successful entrepreneurs, you know, they'll talk about that they had every credit card maxed out at one time, you know, they were just on the brink numerous times of call it bankruptcy or financial failure. And that's why I say you, you got to be all in your wife. If you're married, got to be all in, or there's going to be some real tension created at the household. Yeah. And, um, you got, you've got to believe and what you're doing and in any time uh and you know i don't have doubts but anytime i may be having a bad day or something like that all i have to do is you know look at our product and touch it and i'm like wow you know we we really did this yeah. you know we really pulled this off and lo and behold you know a couple hours later or the next day somebody will call and want to place an order, you know, so you just have to, to do it. And, you know, I'll, I'll refer to Nike. Uh, and if you, if you've never read, um, uh, Phil Knight's book, uh, on, on Nike, my gosh, what, what he went through to make that company a success. I, I certainly have not had the trials and tribulations he had, but it, it goes back to their slogan of just do it. 
you know, I, I'm saying you got to be all in. It's the same as Nike, like, hey, just do it. And, yeah. um, you know, so that's that's my best advice. And sometimes the entrepreneurs I'm talking to realize they they may have to put their dream on hold for maybe a year or two to get more financial assets built up. And, um, but, you know, if they stick to it, you know, they're, I've seen some people that have asked me for advice that have been successful. So just, just be all in and believe in yourself, just like you're doing right now. Yeah. That's awesome. Thanks. No, I was take, taking notes on that. And I think what I'm really excited about with this interview too is just going back and listening to it personally. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Taking notes on it again, and um, I can't thank you enough for the for your time and for what you've shared with me on this on this episode. Um, But I just, yeah, right now I just want to apply everything that you've uh, that you've said, and hopefully, you know, when I'm 65 years old and I'll be sitting on the microphone with somebody and. uh, God willing, sharing, sharing a lot of these same principles. So, well, and if you know what I'd like to leave uh, this interview with is, you know, I always tell people, hey, you know, we we are very approachable. I I still answer my own phone if I'm there, uh, although a lot of it goes on voicemail because I'm on the other line, uh, you know, and we still answer our emails. So, you know, please call me. Uh, you could go to theblackironstrength.com website and we have a contact form and our phone numbers are there and my emails there but if if you have questions um you know and even if you have a question and you don't think you're ordering that that's fine i i mean we we have people that have contacted us three and four years ago that just now you know are ordering something and i don't care if it's only a single attachment uh, you know, we want we want the personal touch of getting to know you and anybody we can help answer questions on. You know, please give us a shout. Yeah, and they can be found on Instagram too at Black Iron Strength. And you guys are it's Black Iron Fit. Oh, sorry, Black Iron Fit. Yeah, yeah, you guys are very active on there, and so yeah, and and I give my wife credit for all that. She she has become the the social media queen and uh, she started, I I mean, I I am just in awe of her because she started not knowing anything about social media. And then she works uh, with a social media professional in town once a week, but she's getting very good at it. So yeah, please follow us on, you know, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, and uh, you'll see what we're doing. Yeah. And just last thing too, is that that we find that, particularly inspirational about you and your wife too, is that you do this together. And my, yeah. my wife and I work together every day. So, <laughs> Well, she's my right, you know, hand and she, she does all the books and helps with, you know, all the admin and she's, she's been the rock, you know, of the company and uh, she's getting very good at it. So yeah, I really appreciate her contributions. Wonderful. Well, Tom, it's been an absolute pleasure and thank um, you. Yeah. Follow up with it, follow up with you in a year after I've applied some of this and um, we'll talk again sometime. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you so Appreciate that, Colt. Good luck. 
Hey, podcast. Thank you so much for joining us for this entire episode. If you found this entertaining or if you found it helpful, we ask if you would please share this and help spread the word. To make sure that you don't miss future weekly episodes, we have a new episode every Saturday morning. You can subscribe to the podcast and it would mean the world to us if you would leave us a rating or a review on iTunes or whatever platform that you're listening on. And if you're listening to this audio, remember that you can watch the video on YouTube. We are not on Patreon or any other service for donations. This content is our gift to you. If you would like to support the show, we do invite you to our website, supersetyourlife.com, where you will find our retail pages for our very own Skull Bells workout equipment line, hats, t-shirts, coaching services, and my stand-up comedy booking information. On the website, you will also find the link to subscribe to our weekly newsletter to be informed of new product announcements, sales, and all information to be up to date on what is going on. Finally, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at supersetyourlife.com. Thanks again. God bless. Also, the audio is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Probably a couple other ones I don't even know about. Thanks a lot.